So the $20 question these days is the Rona runs wild across uh, the world, though things seem to be getting better depending on who you talk to. I guess where I get my news, I'm an optimist and uh, things seem to be getting better and other people, uh, Matt, uh, who uh, watch other alternative or have other alternative views, uh, maybe you're more pessimistic, think that things are getting worse. So the $20 question is, who's going to win the optimism versus the pessimism when it comes to Rona, and how will it affect the NFL and the start of the season? Any uh, any uh, 25 cent opinions uh, out of the box here? I'm going to say I predict the NFL season will be delayed in 2020. Really? Yes, sir. Well, then for, I'll, for I'll predict it. Reasons. I'll, I'll predict it will not be delayed then. <laughs> <laughs> because that would be the easy thing to do, right? Because they're just like, well, I'll, you take that side, I'll take this side, just by default. Um, so that means uh, one of us can be right and one of us can be wrong. So that's that's always fun when it comes to uh, uh, pitter patter and chitter chatter on the uh, on the podcast uh, stuff of love. And hey, speaking of that, welcome to NFL Reckless Speculation. It's your journey into the NFL and a little reckless speculation. And this would be very big reckless speculation because the NFL, keep in mind, Matt, under immense pressure to delay free agency, the NFL said, yeah, up yours, everybody. We're doing it. Under immense pressure to delay the NFL draft, the NFL said, "Ike puts, your opinion doesn't matter. I'm on own, to quote the Sopranos. And uh, they went ahead with it. And now, under intense pressure probably by some, they'll be, yeah, you know, well, I mean, obviously here it's a little different, and I get that. So let me let me go back to the opening of the show. Yeah, so welcome to NFL Reckless Speculation. It's your good friend, it's your pal, it's your compadre, it's TC, everybody. That's me. Of course, that's Matt uh, Johnson. You can find him on the Twitter, Matt J underscore sports, boom. We got all that out of the way. Now let's get back to the meaty conversation Obviously, individual states could throw monkeys into the wrench, and all due respect to the United States, or well, all all respect to the United States. That's what I love about um, that's what I love about the United States. We're fifty independent incubators, basically, and I know there's a couple of uh, territories as well that get included in, in, as well uh, in the United States. But uh, fifty individual incubators where, Hey, if you don't like what Arizona is doing, boom, I'm moving to Texas. Boom. I don't like what Texas is doing. Boom. I'm moving to Connecticut. Boom. I don't like you, you get the idea anyway. So I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> so talk for a while. <laughs> yeah, sure. And you know, you know, you made obviously NFL, there was a bunch of people pushing back against, hey, frequency should start, frequency should be delayed. People said, no, you have to push it back. You know, said, we're doing it. Everyone loved it. It was fun time. Moving forward, NFL, we're going to do the draft. General managers, coaches were pushing back. NFL said, no, we're doing this. Sure enough, they did it. It was a smashing success. Everyone loved it. And there's good reason to believe the NFL will stick with its plan to start the season week one immediately. Let's go, Chiefs, Texans. But there's a problem here, and that's purely the financial motivation. As much as the NFL wants to start on schedule, they built that schedule, which you know they just released two weeks ago. They tailored it directly to change things. And I think what we're going to see, because listen, 
The NFL is all about maximizing their profits, getting that revenue up, which they need to do. And if you can say, okay, so California stadiums will be closed through September, but hey, in October, we're going to open them back up. If you're the NFL, why not delay it, delay it a month? You have the schedule still set up to do that. You can start in week five, week one through four, get pushed into January. Suddenly, every team can play in their stadium. You have more fans coming in. Every owner is getting money from those those ticket sales. And now everything is flowing again. You, you might start the season in October, but another important thing here is the NFL wants to line up their season with college football. When's the target date net right now for college football? October 1st. So if you get all of that lined up, the NFL could benefit financially. They'll get what they want lining up with college football. And I mean, listen, the NBA, who knows when that's coming back? Major League Baseball, that season will be over by September, by October. So the NFL could have January, and it could have all of February for the playoffs with the Super Bowl at the end of February, maybe the first week of March. It really could be the perfect setup. It's obviously would go up against what they're saying right now. But I think there's a lot of reason to believe delaying the season by a month can be beneficial for the NFL. You know, here's my opinion. <laughs> and it's the <laughs> and it is some reckless speculation. I say screw all of that. Add four more games to the schedule. Start in September. Go through. Have the Super Bowl at the uh, at the, at the beginning of March, and just make the season longer. I want the NFL season longer, not shorter, or not you know whatever. I want it to start sooner. So yeah, that's my uh, reckless speculation. I think we should use this opportunity like a like a good politician would use an opportunity. Uh, during a pandemic uh, for X, Y, or C, Z reasons. I think we should use this as an agenda-driven moment to extend the NFL season to 22 games, or 22 weeks, so each each team has a bye week. Each team has two bye weeks, and then uh, you play 20 games. So there you go. I'm going, I'm going go. full circle on you. I'm going, I'm basically uh, Hulk Hogan down for the count. And then all of a sudden you see the arms start coming up basically. And you know, he's going to get back up off the canvas. So there you go. Very nice. Okay, so, so here's the, so, okay. And that's obviously not going to happen, but you know, that's what I want to have happen. So how long, now granted, how many teams are in California still? Is there three teams now? Because, yeah, the, Ve uh, the Raiders are in Vegas now. So there's only three teams left. And the Rams will probably be back in St. Louis within the decade. So, you know, there's that. And, yeah. You know. uh, so yeah, how long, yeah, how long do you, I mean, now granted, it's 10% of the, it's 10% of the um of, of the teams in the NFL. So in that aspect, okay, it's 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 a, it's quite a few. It's not just one team. So if you're the NFL, how long do you kowtow, not kowtow, that's that's the wrong word in the situation, but how long do you let California call the shots by delaying stuff like let's say, well, we had 18 new cases reported, and this is a bad example. Okay, so let's say 18,000 new cases reported. Now, granted, what was the hospitalization rate? That's the data we're not getting, uh, which is the most important thing. Um, but let's say we had 18,000 new cases in California in September, and now we're gonna now we're gonna say no public events until January one. I mean, what do you do then right. if you're the NFL? 
So if I'm in the NFL, here's what I tell the teams in California. Because first I'll say why I want them to be involved. Because listen, LA market, Bay Area market, if I can take advantage of it and have those, I want to. But if it's coming to to, in, to October and California is going to extend, it's listen, we're not going to have any games at stadiums you have to play in you, or you can't even play at a stadium, then okay, listen, 49ers, listen, Chargers and Rams. You're going to play in Arizona. You're going to play in Las Vegas. You're going to play, who knows, maybe we can use the Oregon Duck Stadium or the Seahawks Stadium. But you are going to play, we're going to give you one month. And if your stadiums aren't ready or you can't play there, buckle up, pack your bags. You're playing in different cities, and that's going to be your home for the 2020 season. No, it's an interesting take. All right. I'll give you my opinion on that in just one second because I got an opinion. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. Hey, if you're digging on the show, make sure you subscribe to the show on Google Podcasts, also Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Stitcher, we love Stitcher. There's also, uh, what am I forgetting, Alexa? Damn it, she heard me say that. I usually try to be pretty quiet when I say, nothing, uh, nothing's going on here, nothing, stop. Okay, and yeah, so there you go. Okay, so you mentioned a couple of uh, cities. So what's, what's the... Uh, uh, what's the ins- well I, I know there's yeah, so here, here once again here's my take I'm playing reckless speculation I'm playing devil's advocate I love to play devil's advocate uh, so my take would be you know California you need to figure things out and open like let's say the California is just being really hypersensitive because they're California I I, I get it you know they're they're, they're who they are I, I understand but let's say and then you know there's other states who are very hyper unsensitive <laughs> let's open up and let's let's have everybody make out and see if they can, everybody can get the corona i get it you know we, we all have our different takes and that's that's a, that's a, that's another issue but let's say the nfl says to us you know california you know you've gone over the top here with your hypersensitivity the numbers say x y and z you're being dramatic it's time to put up or shut up either you either you let us play the games or we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to just A, move these teams to other cities or B, we're going to, we're, we're going to not allow these teams to play in our, the, the, the teams will just forfeit the games. That is a really extreme view that I doubt the NFL would have, but what, what, what's your take on that really extreme view if that came, if push came to shove? And California ended up well. We can't, we can't because oh, the mayor of what LA has said we can't really have mass gatherings until a vaccine is found, and a vaccine may never be found because we've never found a vaccine for any of the SARS and the COVID stuff. I mean, this is COVID nineteen. This isn't COVID six. So, what happens yeah, I then? Think in, I think in that case you're going to see if because I mean, listen, if you're an NFL owner in California and you have to decide between 
losing out on potentially billions of dollars by sitting out the season or going along with the state's guidelines, you're going to call up the Arizona Cardinals. You're going to call up the Las Vegas Raiders and say, you have a roommate. We're going to be there. We're just screw California. We have to get out of there because we need to play football games. So I think the NFL would avoid a worst case scenario, but you might, it would lead to an NFL team saying to their home state, yeah, we're not going to listen to that. Isn't it fun just speculating, just recklessly speculating in all these weird scenarios? That all, I mean, cooler heads, light of day will always prevail. I mean, I'm always I'm optimistic that uh, everything is going to work out here. But uh, right. yeah, it, it's just kind of fun. So if uh, if California goes the way of the dodo bird and and NFL teams have to go to other stadiums, you mentioned Arizona, which I guess makes sense. You could play. You'd have to readjust the schedules though, in some ways. Yeah. And I mean, has wasn't there was some teams that have played there as. I mean, I, I know there's been examples of, what was it, hurricanes that have hit? Hurricane Katrina. Katrina, right. And, and there might have been Hurricane Andrew, though. I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if it affected uh, Miami and, and Tampa Bay that much. Uh, I know there was obviously incredible amounts of damage, but it might have passed through more of the middle of the state with, uh, I think it was Hurricane Andrew. So... When you when you play those games, I guess the fans can still watch them on local television, which is good, and they're still probably going to draw in some ways because they're NFL games. So, yeah, I don't I don't know if I really have a question there. I'm just I'm just saying that, but somebody taking a whole season potentially and and taking it away from the fan base and like let's say you end up putting some games in Utah on that is what's that crazy college football stadium that has is that in Utah that has the like the the different colored field they forget what it is orange or yellow or something like that oh yeah Bo- Boise State's oh Blue Boise field. State Idaho yes Idaho yeah so yeah you put some games in Idaho man that'd be you move, you move the Niners to Idaho and then you move uh, the uh, the Los Angeles teams to Vegas and uh, and to Arizona, respectively, if you can, yeah. if you can do that, that would be interesting. Though I, though I, you, you mentioned Washington State uh, and Seattle, but isn't that kind of uh, the, those three states there? Seattle, Washington, and Oregon—not uh, Seattle, Washington, Washington, Oregon, and uh, California—is a little bit of a three-headed monster there, right? And, and that's not meant in a derogatory sense. They just they just tend to stick together with their stuff and kind of agree on a lot of uh, policy, right? Right. As of now, I haven't seen as much talk about, you know, Seattle being as restrictive as California in terms of NFL games. So I think it would have to be an option. And one thing I do also want to mention is you mentioned with the schedules. One thing I believe is the 49ers and Arizona Cardinals on their schedule do not do not both have a home game on the same day. So theoretically, you could have the 49ers and Cardinals share that stadium uh-huh. in Arizona and okay. they would line up perfectly. Right. Okay. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, all right. So circling back all the way around your fearless, your reckless speculation in this case was that the NFL season will be delayed. My reckless speculation will just take the counter side of that. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I think that what are we, how many months are we from the start of the NFL season? Now? Are we about four and a half months out? Is, is that accurate at this point? Correct. Okay. So, 
four and a half months is a long time. And yeah, I, I think that I, I think the more data we get on this and the more data that's analyzed on it, I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic, as I've told you all along, and I maybe mentioned on the show, hopefully 40, 50 percent of the people in the United States have already had coronavirus and they were asymptomatic. That would be the most wonderful thing, because then at some point we're going to reach herd immunity. So I don't know. And with a lot of states opening up, um, that could happen. And uh, obviously, if you're under 40, I think the survival rate, if you do contract uh, COVID-19, is like 99.9%. So those are pretty good odds, thank God. Now, it's not it's not everything. I get that, that some people are going to die, but people are going to die of the flu and of lung cancer and of heart disease uh, and you know, just natural causes. And the good news is there's no NFL players that are 85 years old, which seems to be that 75 to 85 year old, which is natural life expectancy seems to be the uh, number that is, is affecting more people with uh, the COVID-19 disease. And and do you have any, do you have any data, any other data there that you want to chime in that um, either refutes that or backs that up or is it because I, I know we potentially uh, view other sources of content when it comes to um, when it comes to getting and it's hard to find just like an impartial one just impartial site I wish there was a I think it's like a nobullshit.com website that just is like, here's the data and here it is. There's no political bent to it. And, and, and we're going to, and we're going to look at X, Y, and Z. And then we're also going to look at A, B, and C. And anyway, so there you go. Uh, last thoughts on the subject. Right. See, I would just say the people that, you know, at risk are those with, you know, health conditions that make them more susceptible to severe conditions or right. which I think the NFL's biggest problem would be, which would be, coaches and yeah. that's why there was a report yesterday that there are some assistant coaches who don't are unsure about what will happen when the NFL season returns some might even sit out but if it's assistant coaches sitting out you know it's a personal choice but NFL teams will be able to move on from that right yeah I mean yeah I mean, basically anybody that hasn't retired and now granted there's a lot of um people in the NFL that you know quote-unquote retirement age of say 65 there's still a number of uh, older people working there and, and they just need to you know put their health first in that case and they can't hold the rest of us back i guess us young strapping young uh, women and men out there rocking and rolling making out with everybody when we go out to eat in restaurants and <laughs> exactly <laughs> Uh, I wonder if uh, Italy got hit so hard in some ways when this whole thing started because of the um you know the they're very um, huggable, kissable people, you know? Yeah. You, yeah, you, you know, know, there's, know. there's that, you know, and it, it can kind of transfer in that aspect. Uh, so anyways, just a 10 cent take. All right. In just a second, I want to talk a, a couple of things here finally. Uh, it's uh, about uh, young Patrick Mahomes, who is the greatest, not the greatest quarterback. Uh, well, is he the best quarterback? You're going to answer that uh, in just a second right here on the big shoe. Hey everyone, this is Sharon Waxman. I'm the founder and the editor-in-chief of The Wrap, the premier news source for daily coverage of the entertainment industry. I'm also your host of this new podcast, The Wrap Up. 
a show that gives you an insider's look at the top stories in Hollywood. Each week, we'll bring you the latest news on the business of movies, TV, streaming, and tech. So be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you each week on The Wrap-Up. So, we're back. (laughs) I'm a little discombobulated today, Matt. What can I say? Uh, if you want to follow Matt on the Twitter, it's Matt J underscore sports. Very nice. If you want to follow me on the Twitter and I'd recommend against it, it's uh Hey TC that's Hey is in Hey and T is in Tuesday and C is in Coochie, which is kind of my new favorite thing there. You know, I love Tuesday Coochie. I mean, I mean, not the name. That's what I mean by that. So yeah, but right. Anyways, but I just, I just it's fun. And if, it's, if, I, if I come up with something better, I'll come up with something better. I know uh, 20 years ago, uh, uh, somebody said it stood for total crap, which which is probably <laughs> accurate as well. But I, it just doesn't have that ring as Tuesday Coochie. You know, Tuesday Coochie just flows off the tongue. Yeah. It does. Okay. all right so patrick mahomes is he the best quarterback in the nfl hands down no competition boom 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 what about drew Brees? he says yo i'm down here in new orleans what are you doing disrespecting me yeah you know drew Brees, you're a little bit old you know you kind of disappeared in the playoffs you're i mean you're still an elite quarterback but i'm not going to call you the best or probably even the second best yeah all right so because uh because uh, Tyrod Taylor is the second best quarterback in the NFL, exactly. leading the Kansas, not the Kansas City Chiefs, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers this year, right? Tyrod, absolutely number one. Boom, you got it. So one of the things that uh, we reported on at SportsNot.com—that's the unfiltered sports juggernaut at uh, sports, as in sports, and then not as in N-A-U-T. I have no idea why I made that poor decision when I launched the site, but I just thought it was cool. Unfiltered sports juggernaut. I'll combine sports and not. And people won't spell it as N-O-T or K-N-O-T or whatever. You know, it'll be easy. No, I was was stupid. Anyway, so what do you think is going to happen with Dak Prescott and Patrick Mahomes? I think they're going to get the – well, now that I think about it, if the NFL's revenue is going to get affected, they're not going to get – they're not going to get – yeah, it's going to be tough, isn't it? Because I it would, is. I wouldn't want to be in that situation if I was a team not knowing what's going to happen. Especially, well, I mean, keep in mind now, now Missouri and Texas probably going to be playing games. If if Mahomes yeah. was playing in San Francisco and Prescott was playing with the Rams, then I'd be like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, and you know, one of the things is like, listen, because there was talk. Prescott, people thought the deal would get done. Mahomes, people thought once the NFL draft was over, things get wrapped up. But with this pandemic, and listen, there are going to be NFL games in Missouri and in Texas, but their league revenue is still going to be affected. And giving $35 plus million to quarterback, in the case of Mahomes, it's going to be $40 plus million, That eats a huge chunk of your salary cap. And that's with the cap at nearly $200 million. If that drops to around $140, 150 you're not going to do that. So if you're these teams, you know, you're negotiating back and forth, but at this point you're deciding, why am I doing this? I'll wait until this thing resolves. I have Dax under contract on the franchise tag for a year. If you're Kansas City with Mahomes, you have two years and then you could hit them with the franchise tag. You don't need to sign these guys right now. There's so much uncertainty for you. It's not worth it. You know, I mean, 
we could be talking a year from now if the NFL salary cap drops, a $40 million contract is really going to be a $25, $30 million contract. So it's, you know, I, I don't blame these teams for deciding, you know what, let's hold off, see how everything plays out, see where our revenue is, and go after this again next year. You know how to solve that problem, don't you, Matt? I got the perfect solution. I've already mentioned it. 22-week yeah. season. That, that is the way to solve it. <laughs> Recoup that any money that's going to be lost. You got to hand it to the NFL, man. They, I mean, if if the COVID thing was going to break out at any point, uh, it it broke out them. It broke out the best for them, didn't it? Uh, Absolutely. As, 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 as terrible as that is to say, the NFL is in that downtime where they can afford to do what. But the NBA, I mean, and Major League Baseball, I mean, yeah, and, they. They're they're gonna run into really hard times with salary because they, they, it's already affected them. So I mean the salaries of the salary caps and yeah, it's 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 gonna be tough on those two sports. Which which sport do you think it'll be harder on? Will it be harder on baseball or will it be harder on the NBA? Do you think the players uh, the salary caps? Because you know I mean if I'm an owner, I mean yeah I can pay people, but at some point uh, putting put, I think the yeah, I would ahead. say the hardest hit will be Major League Baseball. Just and they're they're already going to lose fans in the stadium. It's not like the sport was at the top of its popularity to begin with, and you know now they have infighting. It's it's a whole mess. And listen, this is an NFL podcast, but there's a real chance there is not a Major League Baseball season. So you know they they're at the biggest risk of taking taking the biggest financial hit. Yeah, I. I t- yeah, I, I think they do it in Arizona, if, if nothing else, if they can't. Because, I don't know, I want baseball back. I want sports. Uh, I, I know uh, people say there's there, we want to return to normalcy, then other people say there's going to be a new normal. And I, I, I want the return to normalcy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I don't want the new normal because the new normal sucks. <laughs> it does. Oh, anyways. All right. So the the, the takeaways from this is uh, go out there, live your life, but be safe and uh, avoid people with uh, pre existing conditions. Stay away from uh, the grandparents and uh, and uh, senior, uh, what is it, nursing homes. But uh, as Tony Soprano would say, it's a retirement community. And I like that word better. So that's a good one. Because I have a family member in a retirement community. And uh, he's in a retirement community, so and and, and he's, it's not a nursing home. She, he's living independently, but it's connected to you know a nursing facility. So if something did happen, well, he's right across from the hospital, and then also he's uh, he can walk uh, to see somebody who may be in the nursing facility within the same building without having to go outside. So there you go. So. Thanks. But yeah, it's 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 tough on uh, older older folks uh, around the world because you know um, that the nursing homes have rightly been locked down. That uh, yeah, so if you can and you uh, give a damn, call uh, call someone in a retirement community today because they ain't hearing from nobody except the other uh, the other uh, people in the retirement community. You know, I was I was, I was thinking you know, I got a niece named Madison. I was thinking. You know all these trending names and stuff. Can you imagine? You know, like you know when you used to go to like when I was young, you used to go to uh, nursing homes and everybody was named Agnes and stuff. And 
and yeah. Idella. And now, you know, in, in, in 60 years, you go to, a, you know, everybody will go to a nursing home. Well, I won't be around in 60 years, but people will go to nursing homes. Everybody will be named Madison and Shay and Bailey. And <laughs> it's just I, like I will it's be in be... that retirement community 60 years from now. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. But you got a, you got a, you got like an evergreen name. We'll call it an evergreen name. Now, granted, now Elon Musk's kid, what was it? It's like X. AE twelve oh. and stuff, but keep in mind, every, people will be like, um, all the Madisons will be like, yeah, I remember when our names were like normal, and then now all these crazy people. Imagine when they're going to be in nursing homes and XAE twelve is going to. It's they're pronounced the numbers and stuff. It's yeah, yeah, it's pronounced Kyle. I saw a meme. It's pronounced Kyle. Uh, anyways, all right, uh, let's wrap it up. Big show in the book. Uh, it is NFL Reckless Speculation. You can find us on Google Podcasts, also Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. And if you dig on the show, you want to subscribe, we'd appreciate it. And if you want to tell a friend, that would be even better. We would love you forever and ever and ever. Amen. And ever. Exactly. All right, uh, for Mr. Uh, Matt Johnson, uh, Matt J underscore sports on the Twitter. It's TC, everybody. I'll see you in the emergency room. Smartphones have made it easier than ever to capture the moments that matter most in our lives. But all too often, those memories end up stuck on our devices or in the cloud. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA in our solar-powered facility, Fracture Glass Prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. They also make thoughtful gifts. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 in your cart to get 15% off your order. Focus on moments that matter with Fracture Glass Prints.